is our last story. So let's, this is gonna be kind of funny. I like I like this story a lot. Uh, but let's get a little intro in. Uh, hey, how you doing? My name's Hero. I host the Identity Booth. This is the last story. I don't have the energy or time to go through this every time. I think I might just create like a single reel and put it in through. But that's like a sign of laziness. I feel like that's a sign of laziness. So we'll probably have to keep it up. But uh, with this. Uh, like, share, subscribe if you enjoy the content I'm making. Hey, feel free to support us, man. It's on iTunes, Anchor FM, uh, for one as little as a dollar a month, man. That's twelve bucks. I'm worth twelve dollars, but support is free over here. It's a pandemic. I don't want your last dollar. I don't need your money, but I do need your support, and you can support me on Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, uh, whatever you want to watch me on Twitter. Like, share, subscribe. Send this to someone who is upset Donald Trump lost the election. That's how you can help me out. But uh, with all those good things being put into place, let's uh, get on to this story, guys. This story right here. So, the NBA draft just recently happened, right? Let's zoom in on this. Because I don't want y'all to be like, what the hell am I looking at? You, it, it is exactly what you think it is. Um, the NBA draft took place, uh, I think two nights ago, shout out to CAA for having the most first round draft picks or whatever the hell they do. Uh, good on them. And this dude, Zeke Nigia, Nigia, Zeke Nigia's mom, <laughs> this dude, and this is how, you know, like the story has been taken over Zeke. Zeke is a Nigerian, uh, man who just got drafted to, I think, the the Suns or whoever. He would have, Zeke would have been as insignificant as every other draft pick that you can mention or think of. But it's because of his mom. His, uh, his mom in the corner. And I'm not a big fan of saying, and let me know if this bothers you guys. If I, if I married a woman and she had a child by someone else, I'm not calling that child my stepson or stepdaughter. That's just my kid. That's my son. That's my daughter. There is no prefix before that. You are my blood. You are my flesh now. Look at me. I'm your daddy. <laughs> like, I just feel like it's weird. Like, it's a disconnect. And if me personally as a kid, I wouldn't want to be, uh, yeah, this is my biological son and this is my stepson. Like, shut the fuck up. We're both your son. And so, we need to stop that. We need to stop that. I think that's, like, so weird. But, um. His mama, a white woman, was wearing traditional African Nigerian garbs. And just to give you guys a, a, a preface, this preface this with a little information. Seeing as I'm a Nigerian man, this is not a Nigerian color pattern. This is more of a Ghanaian or Toga print. This is not a predominant print in the Nigerian culture. Um. Uh, but uh, it's definitely from Ghana. But he got drafted, and she's wearing this. And the gatekeepers of the black culture who know nothing. No, and I'm about to get, I'm about to get on my soapbox here. I'm about to get on my privileged soapbox here. As a Nigerian man, a hundred percent grade A Nigerian goat meat. It runs in my blood. I'm here to tell you. I don't give a damn. I don't care. You want to know why I don't care? Because it's not about her. 
It's not about her. Your your weird infatuation with appropriation of our culture. You you think you think you have some special tool here? If you're upset about this picture and you've never been to Nigeria, you can't say shit. If you're upset about this picture and you're a black person, I'm talking let me give a disclaimer real quick. This is a disclaimer. Hey, my name's Hero. Uh, I'm the host of the Identity Booth, and from time to time, I like to have candid conversations with black people. And when I want to have these candid conversations with black people, I need to put out a disclaimer to the fellow white people or Hispanic people or Asian people watching this. Because you guys are my, my cousins, too. And I love y'all. And y'all y'all a big part of my demographic. Like, y'all really do help me out, and I appreciate that. But what happens during these candid conversations, I say some shit that I don't need y'all to say outside of this moment and you're just here watching right now you can't say this outside i will not defend you i'm not your friend or i'm not cool enough with you for you to feel comfortable to say this outside and if you said something i'm going to say in the next few phrases outside and it results in you losing some financial aspect of your life or friends or being labeled as one of those people just remember this conversation you were warned don't say nothing I'm about to say on the outside like you gotta like you're cool. You're not allowed to say the N-word. It's just it's one of those things, okay? Exclaim over. If you are a black person upset about this or clowning this white lady and you haven't donated any money to the end the SARS situation, shut the fuck up. If you didn't help out when Boko Haram was going on, shut the fuck up. If you aren't a person who knows what Eba, Amala, Swallow, Agege Bread, Jell-Off Rice, Fried Rice, smells like in your own oven, shut the hell up, man. The gatekeepers of the black community are not authentic black people. And understand what I mean by authentic. Because authentic means you have no ownership of anything. The black culture is for everybody. And the only time we're upset when black culture is being used by people is when it's being manipulated, downplayed, or unrecognized. That's when we see the people walking around with the the Bantu knots in their head. And saying, I just tried a new twist. No, bitch. Recognize where that shit came from. nineteen From the 1300s. We did it. So that when we put our hairs, hair in bonnet nets, the sweat would roll down and not be stuck in our hair, causing it to clump up. Understand our history. Still in our box braids? Oh, that's cool. That's not you, though. That's us respect our culture because whether you want to believe it or not if you've never been to South Africa you don't know that white people can be African that shit blows your mind right now there are people in Africa blonde hair blue eyes straight nose and get sunburned European descent 
but African made. Check it out. Two black people in Africa can have a white baby. It's not, it's not in, in that world, is acceptable. Let me give you some insight into this lady. She married Zeke's dad. And she has Zeke's dad is cultured. As you can see, he's wearing Zeke's wearing traditional garbs. Zeke is a person who is in love with his culture. His grandmother, his mother, or whoever this is, is also wearing traditional garb. The husband's right there in the corner. But this is the picture you really need to be focused on. Is this picture right here. That's also her. And that's Zeke. That's the father. And she's also in traditional wear. This is something that they've always done. And it was by request of the husband. The husband. The pure blood. Because he wants his wife to show respect to the culture. All major events in any Nigerian culture requires traditional garb. It's, you look dumb without it. He was asking her to pay respect. So she knew that this was going to be a backlash. But dare I say an obedient wife wanted to make sure that her husband was happy. Her family was happy. She's not appropriating our culture. She was invited in. And she lives comfortably there. She's not the issue. The issue is the gatekeepers of our community who aren't really members of our community. It's baffling to me how we as black people uh, disclaimers over white people welcome back you guys can speak freely my bad I kept you on there for a while it's baffling to me as white people like they don't get like you guys don't get it we need white people and especially here in America we need them we need them to be okay with us we need them to understand that we that we need them here because they can move for us they can speak up for us they can help us out if i'm being real before my shit like got and I haven't even blown up but it's my it's, when I was speaking about politics for the first time it was white people helping me with that shit because anytime I brought it to my brothers or sisters it was nah it's not that cool it's not it's not for them it's baffling but it's, it's something you have to acknowledge allies are allies 
And if someone wants to pay respect to you, you have to understand the difference between respect and disrespect. If she now put on, if she put on black makeup, okay, then there's an issue. That's something we have to talk about. But y'all out here trying to cancel this lady for being in, by definition, a good mother. While y'all out here letting your kids trick or treat and shit. While y'all out here sending your kids to school knowing there's a pandemic. But hey, you don't want to deal with them for another six weeks. And I'm I'm throwing shade. It's tough times for everybody. But it just baffled me why this was a story in the first place. Because Zeke's day of being drafted will now be synonymous with his his mother being treated like a an appropriator of a culture. We talk about black black boy joy and how it's be- a beautiful thing to see black people smiling, black people happy, and Zeke's happiest moment is going to be tarnished by this, by toxic gatekeepers. Uh, let's get to some questions. Depends on the age. Depends on the age and how much the other parent is in their life, I think. Well, yeah, you know what? You make a good point there, Jess, talking about, like, the first part of this story. Um, if they're a young person, like, sick kid, but I don't know. Like, because if I had adult, if I if I married a woman and she had adult kids, and I think adult kids for me is, like, 21 and up. Like, they, I wouldn't even expect them to call me dad. I would, like, at that point, they would probably address me as sir or, yeah, sir. But, like, that's how I address my father, sir. Or call him by the name I gave him as a kid, Mr. But, like, I wouldn't, like, I would still, I feel comfortable calling him son or daughter. That would roll off the tongue for me. But I wouldn't expect him to call me, like, dad or something. Like, I think it would just, it would be more of a formal understanding. But I think it's on the parent to initiate that. The the kid shouldn't be the one to, to decide, like, the kid can decide how to respond, but the child should, the parent should initiate that. I'm open to you calling me father, dad, or whatever, you know. Uh, yeah, I love my <laughs> the disclaimer because the disclaimer, the disclaimer. When I one time I didn't do it the first the first time I did a disclaimer, somebody like hit me up and was like, "Yeah, I went and had a conversation about this," and I was like, "Whoa, you should not have been, you should not have been using the points I used." You should not have been using the points I use to talk about my people as a as a white person. Like you should not have done that. He was like, "Oh wow, yeah." Next time I got to need a disclaimer, and that's when I started doing it. I um, I saw the photo. Keisha says I saw the photo, but didn't think anything of it. Kept scrolling it and my scrolling and on with my day. Uh, continue. Yeah, for me it wasn't a factor. It's sort of like the Harry Styles video. Uh, it was just something that I saw and now because I saw it and saw people responding to it I had to speak on it so this is just me doing the thing cancel culture is toxic but I don't think it's it's toxic is mis- the way I don't think cancel culture is toxic I think the way it is used is toxic I'm okay with canceling fuckwits but somehow some way cancel culture is being wasted on people who don't matter like why have why is um like, why wasn't Trump canceled? Like, because it's 70 million people voted for him. Like, we waste our time can't trying to cancel people who 
aren't worth canceling and that's the part that kind of bothers me about it like we we could we could be canceling and hunting down so many so many people who need to be like removed from the conscious society but we don't do that we we waste our time like trying to dictate cancel culture to the to the masses um and then just uh that's that's fair calling someone step and that's fair calling someone step anything is weird if son or daughter isn't comfortable just names are fine yeah yeah I, and i can and i can go with that but then i was like also like i and that's why i think the formality is is the constraint if If, uh, like, if you, if you don't, like, I don't, dads are, dads are super weird. Cause I feel like a motherly touch is always going to be welcome. Mothers have it so much easier because their touch is naturally like peaceful and in mind. The fathers, fathers who aren't well connected and not really in tune with their like ability to speak to their kids. I remember like the first time my dad said he loved me as an adult and how it like, how uncomfortable he was saying it. But like now that uh and, and when i like when i return I'm like, oh, i love you too dad and i tapped him on the chest and it was like hey i'll catch you on my way to college but like i could tell like now looking back like how difficult that was for him like he's sitting there looking for a way to say it i'm packed up all my stuff my room is all made up and he's you know looking around seeing my friends are calling me down to come eat and stuff and we're about to go to the football football uh park and he's just like he's like oh do you got your stuff? I'm like, yeah, I got my stuff. Oh, okay. Do you got that? I'm like, yeah, I got my stuff. And he's just, I'm like, is everything all right, man? You look kind of sick. He's like, oh, nothing's wrong. I'm just proud of you and uh, uh, you, you be safe. And I, as soon as I heard be safe, that's usually where our conversation ends. So I just turned around and started walking away. I'm like, all right, dad, see you later. And he said, oh, hero. I was like, what? He's like, I love you. I was like, oh, I love you too. And I came and gave him a hug and I was like, tell mama said I love her too and it's just strange because it, it didn't it, that was like it didn't register that time but that was the first time I realized that oh that was probably that was the first time my dad said he loved me as an adult but my mom has said it since I was since I was conceived <laughs> in my mind I, she was whispering it to herself and I could hear her thoughts and it was just and the fact that I said and tell mom I said I love her too because that's something that it already happened so I feel like dads always have it weird in that situation and probably women do too but i'm only speaking from the part that i understand the most but uh yeah man leave the kids alone <laughs> leave the kids alone leave the, uh, we ha- we've had a brash of karens in the society and this isn't one of them she's an ally let's keep her as such it's just baffling to me and the only thing i would say is wrong with this picture is that she's wearing the long country print this is not a traditional Nigerian print. This is that's a Ghanaian print. But if she's talking about coastal, she has it right. So, ah, uh, no one cares. Everyone's watching. Let's real quick before we go. Let's see what the as what is the madman Trump himself said in the last hour or two. 